welcome back to series two of the HR Grapevine podcast, the podcast series that takes an in-depth look at one of the most fascinating, important or divisive HR stories from over the last week. I'm Sophie Parrott, online editor at HR Grapevine, and each week I'll be joined by a different HR journalist as we explore the contemporary practice and most pressing debates in HR within a short 10-minute podcast. So, join me as we properly pick apart what it means to work in the people function. Today, I'm joined again by Kieran Howes, Deputy Editor at Executive Grapevine Digital Media. So, it's a pleasure to have you back here again, Kieran. How are you doing? Hello, Soph. I'm fantastic. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, really well, thank you. Busy as always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, the topic that we've chosen to discuss today is one that we have covered earlier this week, which we titled, Should Employers Ban Office Football Chat? So, while socialising at work may be seen as a positive thing for team dynamics, earlier this week, Anne Frank who is the head of the Chartered Management Institute, hit headlines after she said that employers need to crack down on sports chat because, and I quote, it excludes women and also acts as a gateway to more laddish behaviour. So when she was speaking to the BBC Radio 4's uh, Today programme, she said that bosses should actively curb male staff from talking about sports like football, cricket and rugby um, in case women feel excluded from the conversation. In the interview, she explained, I have nothing against sports enthusiasts or cricket fans. That's great. But the issue is that many people aren't cricket fans. Um, This has been an extremely controversial topic and it has attracted a wealth of criticism from the media, with some people saying that it could actually be incredibly sexist because it assumes that women aren't interested in sports. Um, You know, Kieran, given that you researched and wrote the story, what are your thoughts? Do you think that employers should ban sports related office chat? Um, In a word, no. Uh, I I do understand the sentiment behind the statement made by Anne. You know, she's attempting to make the workplace more inclusive. But ultimately, I think it's a short-sighted view of the workplace. And not least, it actually presumes that women dislike football, which is really quite sexist. Uh, By presuming that only men watch football, she's actually unconsciously causing the kind of divisions that she's trying to eradicate with the concept that she's talking about. I mean, like everyone's perspective is relevant on this. Um, So when mulling over the case, I reached out to the leadership team at a web design company, 43 Clicks North, uh, whose founder, Mike Ellis, told me that he would really never dream of of banning talk like this um, for fear of, of causing division. He said, I would never dictate what people can or cannot discuss in the workplace as I feel it could break the very foundation of business across the country, which he says is trust. Uh, on top of that, it seemed like it sparked quite a debate in their office. Uh, marketing manager Becky Stead added, I find it rather rude that someone has made a generalised assumption on how I should feel in my workplace simply because I am female. I work within a company full of males and I have never once been made to feel like I didn't understand what was being spoken about or excluded from the conversation. I would feel more awkward if males felt as though they had to change their topic of discussion simply because I was sat in the room, um, even more so if the rules were then put in place to enforce that. So it's quite a it's quite a powerful reaction from their end. Yeah, absolutely. And I think actually one of the interesting themes that has continued to circulate around this story is that if employers wanted to ban office chat around sports, then surely this means that under this umbrella any kind of general non-work related conversations would be banned as well um which could mean waving goodbye to any chit chat about out of work hobbies or getting the lowdown on a new tv series which is something i know actually within our team we are um 
party too. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but prior to um, starting the podcast, I had a look into some of the legalities surrounding how far an employer can actually intrude at work when it comes to personal conversations. Um, and I was advised by Joe Davis, who is an employment group leader and partner at the law firm BP Collins, that all conversations um, and people that are starting conversations should really, really consider their audience. Um, they need to be thinking about things such as whether the topic is offensive to some people um, and whether or not it's something that everyone can genuinely participate in. But I think the most important consideration, as Davis explained, is whether or not the conversation is legally safe. Because if it is not, then it could cause huge problems for employers. Um, she explained, an employer needs to ensure that people are considerate of their colleagues so that conversations don't make the workplace a hostile environment for someone because of their sex. Diversity training and an equal opportunities policy will ensure employees are sensitive and protect employees in the if the conversation does move on to become more dangerous territory. Um, but I think the problem with that is, so while all of those um, points are extremely valid, and of course no employer will want any employees to feel discriminated against or excluded from workplace conversations, if some of these outside-of-work conversations are prohibited from work, is this likely to affect the employer-employee relationship? And is introducing a ban like this indicative of a poor company culture, Kieran, do you think? Yeah, it's it's that is an interesting question. I guess it's a fine line. Um, I think that office camaraderie is so important. Being invested in your work and in the people around you wanting to collaborate and succeed as a collective is actually really, really imperative in any business. Uh, you know, we, we must all coexist at work regardless of what you do. You're going to have colleagues probably. Um, and part of that is having a chat every once in a while. You know, we're only human. This is office culture. If, if you want to eradicate office culture, then this is the way to do it. If we ban football chat, then, you know, what other lines of discussion should we ban? Music discussion or news discussion or in a, in a more silly route? You know, if someone's main hobby is skydiving, just because their colleagues don't do it, does that mean they can never talk about it in the workplace? Well, I think also as well, employees should be more tolerant and almost like accepting of other people's hobbies and you know, you spend a lot of time with your colleagues, so you should want to appear to be interested in what they're talking about, even if it's something that you're perhaps not. I think that there are exceptions, though. Obviously, people should really have the sense to agree that religion and politics are probably too divisive. Yeah. Um, but I really think that those things should be kind of the only topics off of the table. Um, and I'll tell you why. In a study conducted by ZT, um, it stated that the topic of conversation that caused the most tension in the workplace uh, was around political leaders. Forty-seven uh, percent of respondents said that 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 was the case. For reference, out of the fourteen topics highlighted in the study, each one chosen by the people who undertook it, um, thirteen were political, and sports didn't feature at all. The same study shows that half of all respondents felt uncomfortable talking with co-workers about their political beliefs, whilst another study by Harvard Business School stated that only 17% of people felt comfortable talking about their religion with colleagues. Yeah, I think, I think though, in some ways they are poles apart. Obviously, religion and politics are something to be a bit more wary about because there are um, possibilities of people of being offended or discriminated against or excluded from those conversations they're whereas, deeper topics aren't yeah they? exactly whereas you know the kind of the more light-hearted topics like discussing a tv show or discussing i don't know how liverpool played last night or, sure. or something like that 
And I think that might help um, with achieving a good office culture and also camaraderie. Um, but I think also having these little pockets of release may also help with productivity. So employers should be wary about the impact um, of imposing a ban of this sort. I think the last thing that we should be discussing within this podcast is productivity taking a hit. If employees aren't able to unwind and have a brief chat with colleagues in between tasks, will this actually make them less productive while they're at work, Kieran? Well, I, I definitely think so. Um, you know, as we were saying, you know, having a chat with your colleagues is is what makes the day go faster it makes you know the work day a bit happier a bit more cheerful and i may well be biased in saying that i inherently uh, presume that this is the case so let's have a look at some of the more objective stats so a uh, mckinsey global institute research says that productivity improves by 20 to 25 percent in organizations in which staff feel connected whilst uh, positive employee experiences in the workplace result in twice the level of effort being inputted into tasks, according to IBM. We know uh, that happy employees are more productive, they stick around longer, they produce better work than those who aren't happy, and a big part of that is having some time to enjoy a little conversation. In fact, according to a survey conducted by Globo Force, a whopping 89% of respondents indicated that work relationships made an impact on their overall quality of life, not just in the hours where they were at work. I guess in a day and age where employee wellbeing is so important, this is something that really should be a top priority for HR departments. Um, so what we're saying is essentially if you do take away the office chat and the kind of lighthearted conversations, then employees will just be working constantly and have absolutely no breather from the tasks that they're getting on with. Um, but unfortunately, that's all we've got time for today. HR Grapevine wouldn't exist without your continued readership and engagement with our content. Whether that's our daily newsletters, monthly magazines, webinars, live events, or market lead and research papers. So to find out more, or just sign up to our daily content newsletter, which showcases solutions and best practice answers to all of your HR issues, please visit www.hrgrapevine.com.